Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy Small Business Saturdays to all of you out there. Exciting day here on Small Business Saturday. I get to welcome in my friend, Nathan Lieber, and we're going to talk accounting today and, and some accounting tips. Here's the first thing I need to make sure we get out of the way before I bring Nathan in here is neither of us are accountants. Okay. There's not an accountant in the room as far as I know. Maybe we've got some folks checking in that may have that we're going to talk about what Nate does, what, how he has managed his business, you know, some of the strategies, some of the things that uh, he's gone through to kind of get to a point where the accounting for his company is managed. So, you know, we're going to cover a lot of ground. Both Nathan and I are huge in the, the culture side of things. So I'm sure we'll st steer that way some. It's going to be a great conversation. So whatever questions you guys have for us, just uh, start throwing them out there and, and uh, we'll try to cover as much as we can. And, and I, I'm, I'll try to steal as much of Nathan's time this morning as, as we can here. Write in the comments there, whether you're catching us on YouTube or Facebook, put in your comments, questions, thoughts. All right, well, let's, let's bring Nathan in and, and uh, get this thing rolling here. Thanks for listening to Small Business Saturdays. Achieve any goal you want in just 12 months. Have you heard about the Success Tracker? My dad is going to tell you about it. Thanks, Lewis. Success Tracker is the goal achievement resource that will provide you with a simple formula for achieving any specific goal you are willing to believe you can achieve. Not only do you get the formula, but we also provide support, motivation, and community, plus some fun swag along the way. This is what one of our current Success Tracker members has to say. Every day, I look at my certificate and carry my coin as a reminder that I am worthy and can do this. Today, I learned that I've surpassed my goal already, and I'm looking forward to seeing how much more I can surpass it before the end of the 12 months. Go to OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash ST. That's right, Lewis. Visit OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash ST for more information and to get started on your goal today. Come be a part of the Our Success Group community. We can't wait to be a part of the community with you. <laughs> Good morning, Nathan. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Got the coffee flowing and uh, ready to roll. Awesome. Good. Yes. Uh, you're you're in the Eastern time zone, if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Because I've screwed that up before. So um, <laughs> yeah, good. So we're, we're, we're not too early for you. We've got some folks over on the West Coast that are uh, getting a pretty early start on their morning here. But uh, we've got Barbara checking in and my wife. Good morning, sweetie. I got you out of bed, apparently. Sorry about that. <laughs> and Renee. Excellent. All right, Nathan. Well, let, let's start off here. Um, I guess the one question I see a lot is, at what point do I register my business? You know, how, how would you answer that question? I know what my answer is, but what's your answer to that question? Okay. Uh, let's see. My <laughs> first question, what are we registering? You know, so that that's yeah. my first question. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, it is that question of like, you know, at, at what point do I need to register my business? It, you know, and, and that is a great point that you're making there is 
there's there's actually a couple different things here. So maybe start off with that. What what, what does registering your business mean to you? <laughs> so the first thing I think of with that, and uh, I actually was just talking to a person yesterday about this. Um, they were talking about, hey, I'm starting to have some money come in, and and how do I set up an invoice, and how do I set up some billing? Because now I have a customer that's a little bit bigger, and I said, well you filed your LLC, right? And you have your EIN number. It's like, oh no, no, I haven't done any of that yet. So, okay, there's first step. So I, you know, to me, before you really even have any money coming in at all, uh-huh. get that LLC or, or whatever, if you want to structure it differently, most people and most people that we probably talk to are probably forming LLCs, get that federal EIN number. Um, number one, it, that gets your business separate from your personal finances, which is good. Number two, uh, you start getting the tax advantages of being a business owner that way. So if like with this guy, especially, he's already spending expenses and money to buy things because he is making a physical product. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, dude, like, yeah, man, you, you need to get this set up because uh, that's just your money, your tax money that's coming out that that is paying to buy these things that that that's just literally out of your pocket. So you need to get that all, all registered under an LLC. So that's, that's one level of registration. Sure. Um, and setting that up <clears throat> generally means you're also going to register with your state as well, or at least yeah. I had to. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we got another number that goes with the state here in Ohio, in Ohio now, because I don't like sell retail products. I don't have to have a vendor's license. Many people have to have that too, though, because you're selling a retail product to an end user. So that's another thing that within Ohio, at least, you have to have that and get that set up. So those things you pretty much want to have, you know, from minute one, and they're not overly expensive. It helps on the legal side as far as keeping things separate. So just do that from minute one would be uh, my opinion on that before you really have any money coming in. It protects you. It protects your money. Um do that so that's that's one level of registering (laughs) sure sure yeah and that's that's kind of what 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 my opinion is too i mean honestly if you're going to be in business to be in business your your intention is to someday make a profit uh then the moment you decide that you're going to do that do those things that you just said you know getting an ein ein number is completely free it doesn't like put you at any you know, disadvantage or risk, or, you know, even if you don't make money or anything like that, you know, so just go to the IRS website, you know, we can put links to all that stuff. So, or just ask us, uh, you know, registering LLC is, is fairly inexpensive. Um, I don't remember exactly how much it cost me, but it wasn't much. Uh, I didn't mine. Okay. So, so here's a good disclaimer for everyone too. Sure. Sure. I am a creative person. I am not an analytical person. I'm getting pretty good at Excel spreadsheets, but once again, that's like foreign to me. Like it's a struggle to push me into those things. So I have two art degrees. Like I'm a, I'm a creative thinker. I'm a visual. Give me a pretty picture. I understand that. So yeah. for that point of reference, all this can be done, even if it's not natural to you. Cause I'm, I'm an idiot when it comes to these kind of things. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. Where that's okay. Thinking. That's all right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you were, you were talking about uh, how, how, you know, it, it can be done. And because uh, I was talking about the fact that I don't remember how much it costs to, oh, that's right. to get my LLC, but uh, it, it wasn't 
prohibitive in any stretch. I mean, I don't think it was like $30 maybe. So, I, so being that I really struggle with these things, I am willing to pay other people to get them done to ensure they get done right. <laughs> there you go. Because I am. I'm like, oh, it's not painting or, or making. So I'm not really good at it, especially at first if I don't know. So I paid a service completely to do everything of that. And it cost me about $450. Okay. And that was for, I mean, everything. They set up my LLC. They got my federal EIN. Um, they set up all my state stuff, everything. And I did it all online. It took me about 45 minutes of my time. Okay. That was it. I literally had to punch in my information and, and tell them what I wanted the name of my company to be for them to check. That was it. So for 450 bucks for a creative person, that was money well spent. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All day, yeah. every day. Yeah. So, so that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. You don't, you know, if, if some of this stuff seems overwhelming, a little bit scary, like, Oh, I, I don't want to mess this up. There, there are definitely lots of people out there that, that will help or can't help. Uh, like you said, you went online. Um, I would, suggest trying to find somebody that uh, is familiar with your state because yeah. i think i think that's where a lot of the confusion comes at least from what i've seen from folks and and when people ask me questions it's kind of like depending on what state you're in it's going to be different yeah. so <laughs> um so yeah finding somebody that is familiar with the rules of your state is is uh good and and if you have got an accountant or you know of an accountant you, they'll point you towards somebody if it's not a service that they do themselves. So right. um, I don't think that's it. You know, again, it's not, if your intention is to be in business and to make money, then there's really no reason you shouldn't do any of this stuff. In fact, like you said, doing it before any of this stuff happens is even easier because what I found is, is I actually did mine a little late in it, in the process. I was just doing everything as a, a schedule C. Uh, so those of you familiar with uh, doing, doing taxes, schedule C is just through your personal. And I ended up doing it kind of mid-year and it was a huge mm -hmm. pain in the butt because I had to figure out, okay, what was before, what was after it. Yeah. So the sooner you do it, I think the better off you're going to be. I think it's that way with everything on all the level of taxes or anything. The sooner you do it, the better. And it, and it is painful because, number one, you don't like seeing how much money you're going to be paying to someone else. <laughs> and and number two, like I said, because I am creative and probably most people are within the industries we deal with the most. It's not easy or necessarily fun, but it's a lot easier and than it is trying to backtrack and do it later on. Doing it later on is miserable. I mean, now you're talking forensics trying to backtrack and figure out what you did where and where that email is and where you left that receipt and <laughs> it is miserable going the opposite so just do it up front get it organized and and your life will be much better yeah yeah i, I agree with that 100 percent. that uh, the forensics i like that the forensics of trying to figure it out after the fact uh yeah and i've been there it is a nightmare so yeah. um uh, I mean, yeah. large PPA firms literally have people on staff. They call their title is a forensic auditor because they are literally going back through massive amounts and piecing together what that is. And those people charge crazy bucks. So <laughs> yeah. you don't have to hire one of them to come in and do that for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, Cheryl, good morning. And uh, Sandy, good morning. Cool. So uh, those of you listening in and 
tuning in live here this morning. Let us know what questions you guys have. You know, it, Nate and I got kind of a, a list of some things that we want to cover, but boy, I think we're pretty open, aren't we, Nate? Oh, yeah. Wide okay. open. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, let, let's So you, you brought up the, the state stuff and, and you actually brought up a little bit about, you know, retail license and, and stuff like that. Let's see if we can cover some of that. You know, I, I think we've seen, in fact, in, in one of the boards that I think started this conversation for us, we've seen some people have some challenges with sales tax and, and, and whatnot. What's what's your take on that? You know, that that, uh, oh, you know, they'll never they'll never find me or, you know, <laughs> I'm too small to, to worry about sales tax. Uh, I think that's kind of bad idea, don't you? My take on that is, yeah, maybe you'll get away with it. Maybe. But <laughs> if you don't, it's going to hurt significantly more later on. Whatever they take from you is going to be that money. Generally, it's plus interest. Generally, it's plus penalties or fines on top of it. So you're going to pay way later on if you don't get that taken care of up front. Uh, so don't kick that can down the road as far as getting that stuff set up and just rolling on it right away because it's, it's not going to get easier later on. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, again, it's the same kind of thing where it seems a little... I don't know, scary, seems a little overwhelming. It seems a little much at first, but it really isn't that challenging. I mean, honestly, when you're you're looking at this stuff, the the state, that's how they make their income. So right. they are going to be as helpful as they can be if you're trying to figure it out. And, and they're going to try to make it easy because it's just like you and your customers. You want to make it easy for them to give you money. Well, right. states want to make it easy for you to give them money. <laughs> so what, I mean, what, what are your, some of your, your thoughts there is like, you know, just do it obviously is <laughs> probably the way to go and get really involved. Now I will give people this much from, so once again, I'm in Ohio, so I only really know how Ohio works on this stuff. Uh, we have a website called the Ohio business gateway. That is for your state level sales tax. Um, it is a miserably ran website. You know, well, yeah. I saw another person commenting on that. It is a miserable website. It is very poorly put together. Um, boy, it is rough. Not going to lie. You <laughs> do just have to dive in, get your account set up the first time. The, the bad part about ours specifically is your passwords and stuff have to be updated every so often because it's a high security thing. So with us, with our state tax, we pay ours every six months. Well, guess what? That's the only time I log in. And when I log in, I got to update, start all that stuff over again. So I only log in twice a year. It's really miserable. You don't do it enough that you really remember. What I have found, though, is even though the website is miserable, if you call in, you get put on hold for a little while, whatever. But if when you get to that person, they're really helpful. And they can do just about everything over the phone for you. And they are, like you said, this is the state. This is the way they make money. Um, they, they are, they're really good. They're really nice. They're really helpful. They're really friendly. Um, and, and they'll take care of you and they can do most of it on the phone. And that is significantly better, at least in my state than our website. Our website sure. is, it's atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I, the same in Missouri here, the website's not great. Um, and you know, so you do have to realize it is a government organization and they're not known for their, uh, forward thinking and their, uh, <laughs> you know, being up on, uh, web design and, and whatnot. Uh, yeah. 
Now, I, I'm sure there are some exceptions to the rules, but but like like you said, give them a call. And uh, you know, we had that same experience. We, we couldn't get anything to kind of work out on the website, and the, the passwords weren't working, and this wasn't working. We, we ended up talking to somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you've got to use like this old version of Internet Explorer." And you're yep. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, okay." And they're like, "But you know what? I can just help you over the phone." It's like, "Great, perfect." <laughs> there's, there's a lot of nuances to it, and. I mean, start building as you go through this the first time, especially I should have done this and didn't. And unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way. Start building. It could be digital or literally in a notepad. You know, I know uh, Terry on your other show loves that <laughs> legal pad. Yeah, you know, whatever you want. But start almost like taking notes when you're doing this and go, here's my password. Here's what it is. We had to log into this using this browser or this link and go to this page. Like start writing yourself a little map of it the first time that way when you have to go back it's not nearly as bad you hope so yeah, exactly it's a bit cumbersome but you just got to get through it yeah and and like you said it's it's only twice a year you right. know and, and which can be a, a pain but it's also then again it's only twice a year if you document it I, I love i love the idea about documenting your process is basically all you're doing which you should be doing in your business across the board right. anyways um you know for here in missouri depending on how much you're doing uh it's only annually. Yeah. So okay. again, a lot of states, it, it is going to vary a little bit. Um, and, and you just have to understand what, what the rules are there. Like I said, call the state. Um, Barbara had a, had a good point here. And if you don't have records, they just estimate and you have to pay what they say. Uh, again, right. um, very good reason to kind of get this started early and just have some records. Uh, I know a lot of people are, are like you in this sense where they are creatives. That's why we're, we're in this business, you know, and, and so a lot of times, like you said, creatives don't really get all that excited about spreadsheets and other stuff like that. Um, and, and Cheryl says, absolutely true. Best to hire a CPA and let them do it all. That's, that's what I do. You know, I, again, I know that those expenses are, are there. You mentioned spending about $450 to get yours going. Think about that as an investment, though. Right. What could your time be worth to you and right. that agony and that potential pain? So for um, me, 45 minutes and 450 bucks was was nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, that that OK, that comment got me a little thought there about hiring the CPA. So I'll I'll tell my story of what mm -hmm. went down to that and how I got to the guy I'm with now. OK, good. Because <laughs> it wasn't wasn't good. So I was kind of of that mindset. I want to hire the best and just have them do it. So I actually went to about three or four different people and I actually kind of interviewed them before I ever picked who I wanted to use. And we went to a guy that was very highly recommended as far as their company. And it was a big company. And, and we went in and they, they put me with uh, a secretary first and I had to go through her and then I had to go to the assistant. And then finally I got to the CPA and he talked to me about five minutes and they turned me back over to his assistant and I was out the door and I had, this was my first year in business. So I just thought that must be the way it is. I just don't know. So we did everything we were asked. Once again, it's our first year. So I didn't really know exactly what the process looked like. I had an idea, filled out all the forms they told me to fill out. Okay. We're great. We paid him a, what I thought at the time was a fairly high amount of money to, to do this service. And I was like, Whatever, once again, cost to play, it is what it is. Um, next thing you know, I'm getting uh, an email from him the day before taxes are due. Hey, we actually need uh, some more information. 
went back, I reviewed what I sent him, and and I said, hey, if you look back, this very first thing, you have all that. Oh, he's like, that, that's right. It's my fault. I'll get this file. Okay. Oh, boy. Cool. <laughs> it's filed. It's done. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I can't remember exactly how long it was after that. I want to say about two months or so, long enough for the state to catch up. <laughs> yeah. I get this uh, this email notification. Actually, no, it was a physical letter in the mail, which when you see that little stamp on there of who that's from, that's always a real exciting moment. And I was uh, like, yeah. oh, what is this? Opened it up. Yeah, you didn't file your stuff on time, so you have a 700 and some dollar fee. Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park trade show, we met for the first time face to face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. Oh, wait a minute. What? You know, first year in business, 700 bucks. You're like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. And I'm I'm just like, what did we pay this guy for? Because we paid him way more than that anyhow. And I'm just like, so I'm, I'm calling him, trying to get through to him. I can't get through to him. Of course, I got to go through his assistant and the intern and everything else. I never even actually got to talk to him one on one. It was really frustrating. Um, and then I finally called back into the Ohio. I, I tried to get back in the portal. It sucked as usual. <laughs> And I called back in and I said, okay, I don't, uh, apparently we've made this mistake. I just, I want all the the legal stuff and the fines. I want it to go away. What do I got to do to make it right? And the guy got on and he just says, okay, look, yeah, you were late. It's not that much. It's like, really, we're only going to charge you a $70 penalty. He's like, we put that in there to kind of scare people. He's like, and yeah, we have every right to charge that much if we deem it necessary he's like but we just put that in there so because it gets most people to paying because most people just won't they'll ignore our letters if we only say it's a 70 dollars fine yeah so that's what it was got it taken care of lesson learned get more involved follow up with your cpas um so that should have been a red flag to me so i ended up going to a different guy he actually the guy i use now is actually not a cpa he is just an accountant and a bookkeeper so from an education standpoint, he's a big notch lower, but we walk in, he's right here in my town. 
So he understands my town and regional sales tax. He understands my state sales tax. We get to walk in and actually talk to him. He's never rushing me. It's always take as much time as you want. I don't have to talk to the assistant. It's if you have questions later, call me back or send me an email and he gets back to it. Um, so that's that's my opinion. Find that yeah. person for you. Find someone who gives you the time of day. They may be a CPA that, yeah, from from wherever you live, from that standpoint, they may be really highly regarded and they may work with the Fortune 500 companies in your area, but they may not really care that much yeah. about a little guy and, yeah. and that's not i'm not like trying to talk bad about them or whatever there's different levels i i should say sure. of accounting and bookkeeping for different types of businesses and and we even have some around here i don't know about you that are so like niched down i have one i know in the area like they specifically do accounting and bookkeeping for dentists yeah and like that's their whole thing so yeah. try and find someone that fits you and for me that process now that i found that person much easier. Nothing's ever been filed late. I don't get that miserable letter in the mail anymore. Um, yeah. yeah. So find that person and get involved personally yourself to follow up with them, follow up before the deadlines. If they haven't gotten back to you and are saying, yeah, this is good. We got it in. Follow up with them. It's your taxes, not there. So yeah. 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 And, and, you know, as, as a CPA, actually that first people were actually liable for that fine. Um, the way that I understand the the tax laws, yeah. but 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 regardless, I I I think your point is really 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 valid because we we do think that uh, you know accounting is one of those things where it's just like this one big silo, and it's certainly not. You know, like I said, you've got the CPAs that are dealing with a, a different level of things. Um, you know, everybody, I think a lot of people listen to this know that my dad was a CPA for 25 years. And so that's who I get to lean on. And and he's told me the same thing. It's like for your regular, you know, bookkeeping, the kind of sales tax, that, that stuff, you don't need to have a, a high-end CPA, you know, that that's right. somebody that's just going to review the tax return and help you with that, that particular part of it. Or if you're having an, a specific issue with the IRS or something like that, that's where a CPA might come into play, but uh, a much smaller billable hour person that's just a regular right. accountant or a bookkeeper and I, I love your point about about finding somebody in the niche yeah I, I was talking to somebody the other day and and all they do is work with uh designers you know so, so they're they're up on service kinds of tax things um and and so you, they're doing that and like i said somebody working with dentists or or whatever and um, you know, so the niches can be a, a bunch of different things. Uh, I think your point about finding somebody that knows your local area is is really good too. So, um, excellent we, points. Uh, we have a lot of I don't know once again how you are. So I'm in the Columbus market, but I'm in Grove City, which is the southwestern suburb, and I've lived throughout I don't know the last 15 years or so in different ones. Each suburb for us has different taxes as well and different ways to go through that for the city so like finding the guy right here that's in my little town that helped a lot because he knew exactly what that process was for here yeah. and was able to set that up um once again i don't know what you guys use we ohio and it, maybe this is a national thing i just don't know you can either for us with city taxes you either pay into the city and like they have their own little kind of office or segment that they'll tell you how much you owe and you got to file with them or 
What we have is, uh, it's called RETA. It's Regional Income Tax. I don't know what it stands for. It's a yeah. big association that basically takes on all these little municipalities. Yeah, That's what we use here, and that's what we pay into. Um, but he was really helpful and was able to tell me that, because where I had lived previously, we did pay indirectly to the city. So I had to file with actually the mayor's office there. <laughs> and now here I pay into this big thing, RETA, um, and pay into that. And that, and with that, that is, there is a nuance to every single one of these. So, so my state sales tax is every six months, my city sales tax, that is every quarter. And that can be set up as estimated payments too. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, it, I think it does vary, you know, I know here in Missouri, um, the, the state does manage, uh, all of that. And then, you know, so yes, you tell them where you're at and where, where you're, yeah, where you're located, and then they'll take their percentage, and then they'll give the percentage that the city requires back to the city. And okay. um, you know, in in Arizona, I think uh, if I remember right now, this was many, many, many years ago, so it all could be changed now. But uh, from what I remember, it was the opposite of that, where you paid your city and you paid your state separately. And and yep. so, um, yeah, I, I think that's a really good point to just. You know, find somebody that that understands those things, and and that person that's in the same city as you is probably going to give you the best opportunity to to know that. So a, a trick I had to learn with working from these people. So when I'm actually billing, if I do uh, charge, have to charge sales tax is, and I, once again, I didn't know this, and because it's split up, it made it a little bit harder to learn. So like in Ohio, we have a rate of sales tax, which every state does for the most part. Um, ours is 6.75%. Now, like where my parents live, where I grew up at is a very rural area. The, there is like no additional tax added on to that. They yeah. live out there. But where I live is in Franklin County, which is where Columbus is. They have an additional sales tax on top of that. And that takes it up to seven and a half percent. So that's something else to kind of, and you can Google that, find that out about your, sure. that stuff's not hard to find, but it's something to keep in mind or think about when, especially when you're first setting up these things to make sure you're charging the right sales tax rate too. And maybe not charging, you know, like initially I thought, oh, 6.75, that's what it is. Well, really I should have been charging that extra three quarters more and just didn't know it. So, so that's another thing to kind of look up too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Look, look that up. Like I said, you can Google that. Um, there's, you know, rate tables. Um, but if you're, you know, if, if you're working, you know, hopefully most people are, are getting the fact that you probably do want to be working with somebody at a, at a certain level. Again, it, it doesn't have to be a CPA that you're, you know, getting billed, you know, couple hundred dollars an hour or whatever their, their rates are. I mean, it can be as, as simple as a, a normal bookkeeper that's charging, right. you know, the rates are, are very reasonable when you get down into the people just kind of helping with the bookkeeping. I mean, heck, I, I don't necessarily recommend this, but if you really wanted to, you could go find somebody on Fiverr, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm sure you could. Um, <laughs> I don't know how well that would work, but yeah, it, it might, just, might be, uh, you might get what you pay for. What So what we do, or I do, and so far it has served me well, it doesn't mean it's the right way to do it. Um, for my actual accounting myself, I use QuickBooks Online, um, which you can plug in all those like rates and your state sales taxes and all those things, and it'll calculate it for you. And it'll actually even tabulate up 
like what your um, tax penalties are. So when I go in to my state sales tax to pay it every six months, I can pull up the report in there and it tells me what was taxed, what wasn't taxed. And I can actually just export that out of uh, QuickBooks and load it right up online into the Ohio Business Portal and it'll load it all up for me. And it has my penalties or they call it a penalty, but your tax assessment in with it. it sounds really bad calling it a penalty, but that is what they call it. Um, so that's what I use for like all my day to day. I just use QuickBooks online and I know there's fresh books and there's a ton of accounting softwares. Um, now for me, because I'm not like a big company, I don't have, we don't have that many transactions going on. It's pretty easy with a software for me to keep track of it. You may need to hire a bookkeeper for whatever you're doing. But what I do then, so I have my local bookkeeper that then he does my taxes and looks over everything at the end of the year. And then he does file all my taxes and everything for me. And he sets me up in the next year with uh, my estimated payments. He tells me what they're going to be and everything too, based off projections. But one thing I do do, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously you have some family in these things that <laughs> would, would know if it's right or wrong. From what People have often told me about whoever your financial advisors are, your tax person. Uh-huh. They, in fact, my guy does this now because he is not a CPA. I'll ask him, I'll be like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he's like, I can't advise you on that. Yeah. He basically goes, these are your options. You tell me it is what it is. So what I have, I pay him. He picks what he thinks is probably covers us both the best. But what I have is another person that we're getting right around to that time of the year. She is a CPA and she works for some very large companies. I, she does not do my bookkeeping. She does not file my taxes. She does not do anything. I literally pay her a consulting fee to once a year, she's going to look over my books about, yeah, two thirds to three quarters of the way through the year and, and really look at them and say, What's this? You categorize this wrong. This doesn't make sense, whatever. But then she can take in all of that and then give me an actual strategy or or really give me her opinion on, hey, you're going to owe a lot of money in this area from this or whatever. You need to dump X amount of cash or whatever it may be. You know, you need to buy something. This would be a great year to make a, a big purchase on a piece of equipment because of where you're sitting this time of the year. Um, And she's really awesome. I literally hire her in just as that, a third party advisor. So she has no skin in the game. She has, you know, I'm not actually paying her to do my taxes. She can be very honest and open with me and give me a real opinion of, of what she thinks is best. Yeah. 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 And that, that is, uh, I I think that's actually a really great strategy. And in, in a lot of ways, that's kind of what I do with my dad. I just don't pay right. him, you know, but, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it does become that. And, and he's actually mentioned that to me that, yeah, again, like I said, there's, there's different levels of this. So, you know, you're doing your bookkeeping through QuickBooks. I, I, I do a lot of that the same. Uh, I've gotten to a point where I was spending so much time on QuickBooks that I'm actually transitioning to uh, another company, just doing all that for me. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's, I don't know. We'll see again. Uh, yeah. We'll see what, how that goes. You know, it, it did take a, the one part about when I was doing it with QuickBooks is that if I used this credit card, then I could categorize this, this way or this way or this way. Now, when I'm having somebody else do it, I have to be super 
anal about, okay, if this expense is for this part of my business or, or this part of my business, I have to use this credit card. Otherwise the bookkeeper won't know where to categorize that kind of thing. Right. You know? So anyhow, they're, they kind of divide all that up, but also, like you said, having somebody that, that understands tax strategy, understands the tax laws to just review things for you and go, yep, you know, okay, this, maybe switch this, change that, give you that strategy. I, I think that's that's huge because you and I were before we started, we're talking about the fact that a year like this year, how the heck do you even know what's going to happen? Yeah. And and so you know, in 2019, you could have been going, okay, well, I'm going to be here, so my estimated taxes were needed to be here or or whatever. This year, right. you definitely need somebody to go, okay, let's change gears a little bit because all these things, you know, happened. Kind right. Of thing. So, and, um, and from what I understand with this year too, um, I, I'm, I want to say this in a positive light and not make it maybe sound like a negative. Yeah. A lot of the PPP loans and EIDL and all that stuff coming out. Number one, from a bookkeeping standpoint, if you haven't dealt with those kind of loans and stuff yet, okay, get somebody to help you with that. Cause where do you categorize that? And where does that go? Sure. But then after that, I would expect there's going to be a lot of audits. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've just heard that from, from one advisor that expect there to be a lot of audits from people who took these different loans because the government's going to want to check in on you and make sure you spent that appropriately. Yep. So um, this is definitely a year to have your bookkeeping straight. That's for sure. Especially if you took those things, make sure you got it good and you can show exactly where those expenditures were made and on what um, in your life will be much better. Yeah. 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 And I, I think, I think the real point here for sure is, is, you know, better to be safe than, than sorry. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I do think from a small business perspective, we won't see it as as much as is kind of some of those middle uh, of the because a lot of the the programs were meant to try to save as many small right. businesses as possible. So if your business is small, they're probably not going to give you too much of a hard time. But if you know you're in that medium to large size business and you were taking these loans and then you were you know buying vacation homes and, uh, you know, yeah. going out and doing, hitting the strip club or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah they want to catch those folks. So, um, you're, you're exactly right. I think there will be more, more of that, but you know, if you did the right things and, and, uh, you're keeping your books straight, it shouldn't be a big deal at all. So, um, let me, let me hit a couple of comments here, Nate, before we get on to the, the next topic. I, um, one that when we were talking about the passwords and stuff, I, I wanted to put this out there because I love this program too. It's called LastPass uh, and it keeps track of your passwords for you. Uh, I I use that. I don't know if you've ever used that or OnePass is another one that's out there. Uh, okay. It's a really good program worth looking into. Um, and, and they've got a free version that uh, you can totally use and uh, yeah, that that nightmare of trying to keep track of all these passwords was a was yeah. a real challenge for me. So when I found that, it changed my life. Um, Cheryl said, "I totally agree with Nathan. No matter who it is that is doing your accounting, you need to stay on top of your business." I, I think you made that point really well, Nate. Is that this is your business? You know, at the end of the day. So, um, and then Margaret has used this for many years. So I'm assuming that means QuickBooks. Um, and and I I agree, Nate. I, I think that keeping up with that and, and, and just manage your business through that. That's a great place to start. Like I said, there's others out there, fresh books and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, 
The other part that I like about QuickBooks though, is that a lot of times you can find bookkeepers and, and stuff like and, and people that, um, you know, they, they understand QuickBooks. So it's, you know, they're going to be able to, you know, log in and, and, and just check things out for you. And, and, you know, in fact, the version that I use, um, and I do get it through uh, a lady that's an accountant friend of my, my dad. So I don't know if this is like for all of the QuickBooks online. I think it probably is, but I can actually put something into a category that says ask accountant. And then every once in a while she logs in and, and fixes it for me. So, yeah. No, yeah, that, that's in all of them. Um, and like w with all QuickBooks, and I'm sure it is with the others, you know, you can, uh, I'm a millennial. I like stuff electronic. Um, I don't like to actually have to go somewhere or do anything, but you can have it set up so your accountant has a login too. You know, so all I got to do, my guy's name is John. You know, I just shoot him an email if I have a question or whatever and go, John, can you look into this and check this transaction or whatever and tell me if I... Uh, manage that right so it's just as simple as that too like yeah. i don't have to actually take paper statements into him or actually go down to his office or anything like that um it's all linked up if you use yeah. a program like that yeah yeah and and the nice part about the accountant login is is you're, you're still protected you know they can't right. you know it, you're they're not in there you know go into your bank accounts and all this right. other stuff it's uh they can see what uh, what they need to see and 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 that's it so um and then barb's got a good question here nate uh does quickbooks have an inventory tab uh, Ooh, i'm I, pretty sure i don't don't quote me, i'm pretty sure it does but i have never used it because we don't use it for our workflow management gotcha uh, so the the answer to that is is it does you yeah. have to have the right version of it i had to upgrade mine when i started to manage inventory in it so um you just have to make sure you have the right version of it i will look that up w once we're done here to get you the exact right version barb and and go uh i'll post that in the in the comments there so um it is a you know like like nate said i, I you can use it for that flow, but you may find other things that work better. So what, how do you manage your inventory, Nate? We have our own uh, internal systems okay. set up. Um, most of them are using G Suite, which cool. the more I've gotten into that, holy cow. Uh, Google gives you a lot of really high level stuff for free. <laughs> um, it is, if you are smart enough to understand how to program it and set it up, it is incredible. So uh, we've, in fact, I've just worked on it more yesterday. We keep, as we learn more and and my guys come to me and go, hey, it'd be cool if we could do this or that. Um, I dive into it even more and, and figure out a way to make that happen. Whereas the customers need things changed. So we practically uh, keep everything now in, in G Suite, Google Drive, that kind of stuff, um, which is awesome because it's all cloud-based. So all the employees can see it from home or anywhere all the time. Cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you basically, you got spreadsheets and you kind of like connecting through Zapier or something like that and, and kind of getting things to talk or how, how does that work? There are tons of, what do they call them in there? Their applications or add-ons you oh, can really? get within cool. that. I mean, and some of them are paid and some of them aren't, but you can do just about everything now through that. Like, we have an, an entire workflow system set up and it keeps evolving as our needs change, but it's all color coded and has different tabs of showing all the information of a customer coming in, what the job is, what, what 
inventory counts are, all those things. And then it's all color coded to what the status of the job too. And we have it set up now to where we even have uh, it set up with Google Forms. So like our wow. contract printers, when they place an order now, they just fill out a form and it automatically populates in there. Oh, wow. And then they get an email now back to them that that confirms they get, and it's all automated, confirms that back to them, also confirms what they sent over. So like I had one person that was like, I forgot what I sent you. Did I do this? Well, right, there's the email back to them saying, hey, here's what you sent. Um, and that connects the art files, that connects the mockups, that connects size breakdown, everything. Um, and we don't actually have to do anything. That's so awesome. Good, man. That's amazing. Good stuff. Um, okay. So let, let's keep moving here because uh, we've already spent 40 minutes and I think we've covered a couple, which I love about uh, chatting with you. Um, I think we, we covered the, the strategies for finding the right CPA accountant, that kind of stuff. I believe we, we covered that, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, let's let's talk about the the types and levels of taxes. What break that down for for folks from from your vantage point? So I, I'm I'm going to stay specifically in the LLC mode because you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the majority of people are going to be LLC here. I agree. Yep. Um. So you have just that. You have federal taxes, which from an LLC standpoint is pretty much nothing or not there on the business level it's nothing major to think about yeah then you have state taxes the state wants their sales tax and their cut of it from your business and then you have your regional which is what we talked about already too that and that comes from your business now here is where i've heard the horror stories in previously especially new business is on personal taxes at the federal level it doesn't matter if you own the business. It doesn't matter anything. If you pay yourself anywhere, even if you're not coming from, if you're not an employee anymore, it doesn't matter. If you take in money, you got to pay that to the government. Uh, you got to pay federal withholding. You got to pay Social Security. You got to pay all that. And so um, where people go wrong on that is they don't, they pay themselves and they don't set anything aside. And then at the end of their first year, they get hammered. You go and get your taxes done or whatever. And they go, well, you made this much money. Okay. And I, you know, they go, well, how much did you pay in? And sometimes people are going, nothing. Uh-oh, you're yeah. going to have to pay that. Um, yeah. So I do, I can tell once again, I'll freely share what I do. This doesn't mean it's the right way, but it works for me. I have my accountant now has me set up because he has a couple years of history too. That helps. After your first year business, it helps your accountant with history to know like what you are going to pay in because he has a grasp of what you're earning. Generally, they will set up quarterly payments for you, estimated quarterly payments. Um, and so you got to sign into this the IRS website and pay that. And that is actually pretty easy. Um, that website's I don't know what your opinion of it is, but but mine's always it's pretty streamlined. It's not bad to do that. That's yeah. I, every every year I just set mine up to automatically Perfect. be paid. So it's yeah. I think it's again. It's it's certainly not the ease of use kind of thing that you might see from a, yeah. a normal website. But once you're in it and you, you're there, I don't think it's yeah. You're that right one's not terrible. So I'm in wow my fourth year of business. 
So there's still some fluctuation and we're still growing a lot. So my accountant's numbers aren't always right yeah. as far as that. So I've asked him and talked to that CPA and said, hey, what around what percentage or give me an estimate of what percentage really should I be taxed at or will I be taxed at? Mm-hmm. So they've, they've given me a number so I can kind of deduce for myself with what I've taken out, what that is. Sure. So every time I pay myself, I, before I even do anything with that money. I take that percentage out and I have a totally other savings account at another bank, not even in my personal banking, totally other place. And I put that money there and it is for whatever it's worth in 2020, a high interest savings account. So I do, even with that money that's sitting over there, I'm earning a little bit off it. It's still not completely sitting there stagnant. So for three months, I do earn some money off of that too. Um, and then, yeah. And then I go in at the end of the quarter then and actually pay in my federal withholding, but that keeps me safe and keeps that all sitting aside that way. There's never that. Oh crap moment of, I didn't account for this. I took it out. I spent it. It's gone. And now here I am owing a ton of money because that's a bit, uh, miserable, at the end of the year, knowing you may owe thousands and thousands of dollars and all of a sudden you didn't have it because you didn't realize it and and it's gone. Um, So that's what I do. It doesn't mean the right way, but that's what I do. And it works for me. Yeah. I, I, boy, it sounds, sounds pretty darn good to me because here's, you know, again, coming from a family and growing up with my dad, basically being gone from December to April every year being a CPA, you know, he, he's seen a lot of these things and, and what he always told me is that, you know, people kind of get in that, okay, I'm a, I'm a W2 employee mentality, you know, right. and they're, they're paying in and, and, and he was always kind of like really down on the, the folks that like were getting big chunks of money back because, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's great. I got my tax return back and now I'm going to go buy the new car or whatever. It's like, you could have had that money in your own bank account earning right. interest like you're talking about um that whole year so really the winners at tax returns are the people who pay zero you know when it comes out even at yep. the end of the year and so you got to take that same mentality of trying to get to zero um when you switch over to having your own business where you're having to pay estimated taxes and because i think most people don't realize that when you get your paycheck from your normal job they're taking taxes out. Right. Well, if you're getting paid from your company, you got to take your own taxes out, so to speak, in the form of estimated taxes. And if you don't pay those estimated taxes throughout the year, um, you know, even if you have the money to pay in at the end of the year, you are going to get penalized because you are supposed to make those estimated tax payments um, each quarter. So if you didn't make it in the first quarter, there will be a penalty for that. You didn't make mm-hmm. it in the second blah, blah, blah. So anyhow, um, but I, I love your idea about allowing that money to continue to quote unquote work for you. You're putting it into a savings account. So, and, and that's the whole, again, that's the whole point. If you, if you can owe zero at the end of the year, you've done it just right. Right. Because you've kept that money. And, and if you're keeping that money and making money off of it, that's even better. So, um, uh, I love it. High five. Good job. (laughs) The way I always understood or is explained to me, if you get a big return back, you've given the government a loan on that money for that year. And as an entrepreneur, you're probably very good 
at making more money out of any resource you're given, whether it's an actual product, equipment, more money, whatever it may be. So you want to keep as many of those resources as possible for you because you're good at making more out of something. Right. Um, so that that's the way I've always thought. Yeah, you want to come out at zero. I don't want to owe anything. I don't really want to get anything back either. And if I've done that or I'm pretty close, I've won for the year. Um, another thing to keep in mind a little bit um, in the last, I can't remember now how many years, five years or so, as a business owner, um, you may get your health insurance uh, through the portal. Yep. Is that, is that what you can call more the portal? Yeah. I, I think know. Yeah. Something like that. I, I think you're right. <laughs> what that's called the, the marketplace. That's yeah, sort of through the marketplace because you probably don't have a company big enough to actually get into any kind of preferred or group thing. And that's your best option as far as health insurance. You've got to keep in mind whatever that when you went into the marketplace that first time, you had to put an estimate of what you thought you were going to make that year. And that's where they get that price for your health insurance at. It's all individually based and quoted to you based off of what you estimated your income was going to be. So if you made a lot more money that year, you got to keep that in mind a little bit too. And once again, talk with a CPA or an accountant to go, hey, I'm making a lot more than I thought I was. Should I be setting aside some money? Because you'll get penalized on that too. That is another thing. At the end of the year, if you made way more than what you thought you were going to, they will penalize you then and get back. I get back. They're going to charge you back that amount that you should have been paying for your health insurance. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's so a good that's point. A pitfall that you can trip over pretty quickly. And uh, unfortunately I did one time. And it wasn't <laughs> fun, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that, you know, again, like you said, I, I love the, the, the idea that, yeah, let's keep our resources to ourselves, but realizing that, yes, we do have to make sure they're paying our estimated taxes. We have to understand that if we're yeah, getting our health insurance from the marketplace. So there, there are some things. So there is a, a good reason to have a relationship with, again, it doesn't have to be a CPA. It could be a, a CPA in a situation like you have, where it's just a, hey, I just need some you know advice once mm -hmm. a year. Can, they can share that with you um, and, and do that stuff. So uh, in fact, Becky says, uh, my husband pays in a ton of taxes, so I don't pay in quarterly. He makes the money. I have the right house, but this is something we discuss with our accountant yearly based on year end numbers. The important thing is keeping good records and having an accountant you can trust and know what they're doing. Um, yep. I think that's, yeah, totally hits the nail on the head. And, and again, you can go from, yeah, having a, a W-2 or, you know, you're getting that, taxes taking out automatically um, or, you know, in a situation where you've got somebody in your, in the family that's making money from a W-2. Um, you know, I had that with, with my wife where I was not, and she was, and so juggling that because, you know, we knew that we were going to take it there. And then with the business, like you said, as soon as you're able to have that business set up, you can start writing off the things that are involved right. with the expenses in your business, you know? So, I actually had a situation where um, when I first got into the consulting gig, I had an opportunity to, to take take on that consulting gig as an actual job and, and get paid as a W-2. And I chose not to from the tax situation of it. I, I needed to be able to, because I wasn't going to be able to make as much money as I was making before. So I needed to be able to take some of these things like the um, your car expenses, uh, 
using an office in the home, all those things I needed to be able to take those. So uh, it ended up as a better tax situation for me right. to just be a 1099 person. So um, Right. And everybody's a little different on that. And you have to know that that's why you got to get that advisor to, to tell you what's best for your situation. Um, that comment she made about the bookkeeping, making sure you keep good bookkeeping, that for me is why I like QuickBooks Online. It forces my creative art major brain. It literally, I have to categorize every transaction. Have to. Like it forces you to within there. So I have to do it no matter what. It makes me put it somewhere and categorize what each transaction is. And it also has, which I really like, once again, I'm a millennial. I like easy. I have the app on my phone. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> when I have a receipt and I see that transaction, boom, pull that up. It it captures that and saves that photo of that receipt. So I don't actually have to have the physical box of receipts. Now, yeah. I do have that too, but but with those transactions in QuickBooks, you can either use the app on your phone with a physical receipt, capture that photo, or if you're using it on the desktop version, like, so say uh, my wholesale apparel. Everything we do with them is online. They send me, it's all an online invoice. They don't actually send me an, in the paper invoice in the mail. I can just take that PDF they send and upload that to that transaction too on QuickBooks. So it's all there. It's all linked. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Yeah. It, um, like I said, I, I, the app is, is fantastic. You, you, you know, cause I know that some people do. I actually have gotten to the point where I feel confident enough in QuickBooks that I take a picture of the receipt and uh, I pretty much uh, throw it away. So I'm not yeah. just, uh, or, you know, or if I can skip the receipt and have it emailed to me, like you said, you can just link link right in there. I, I do that a lot too. Uh, the other part I like about the app, I was actually paying uh, for another service called Miles IQ. Uh, but have stopped doing that and now use the QuickBooks app to keep track of the, the miles that uh, I can gain uh, some tax savings from. You know, whenever I I go to a, a consulting client's office or or have to run an errand for the business, that uh, that gets written off. So, um, Nate, I'm not sure if uh, I lost you on my end or or if uh, froze up on on your end. Let's see if we can uh, get you. Get you back here. Hopefully, I'm not talking over the top of you right now. Um, let's see here. Let me bop that. See if you're back. Up. Oh, looks like we we may have lost Nate for just a second. Um, all right. Let, let me come up. Oh, yep. There we go. Thank you, Renee. Appreciate the uh, <laughs> feedback. There. Wasn't sure where we're where we're at. Um, all right. Let me just make sure I've got all the questions kind of covered. If we can get them back. Uh, let's see here. Nate, if you're hearing this at all, if you can just, oh, there he is. Okay. Got him. He's back. Welcome back. <laughs> Nate, are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, looks like he froze again. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can, now he's moving again. Oh, there we go. Uh, Mayra says I do manually or online QuickBooks. Cool. Uh, good. And uh, there we go. Got him back. He re thanks for Nate. We're there. Okay. Can you hear me now? Uh, must be having some. Uh... I don't know if that's on. Hopefully that's not on my end. Huh. All right. Well, let's see here. All right. Let's let's do this. Let me just make sure I covered all the questions. 
Um, but I covered that one, that one. What questions do you guys have? Let's uh, let's get that and let's see if we can, uh, let's try one more time here. All right, are we back? All right. He, he gets here and then he it, it freezes up on us. So uh, I don't know what's going on with the system here. Uh, good old internet, Barb says. Yes, indeed. Always a good time when you're uh, when you're doing live broadcasts on the internet. Um, all right. Well, let's 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 just keep moving forward. We actually have covered almost an hour here. I think we covered a lot of ground. But let me know what questions you guys have. Um, I think we've uh, hopefully covered a lot of things. You know we. we QuickBooks is definitely something worth looking at if you're not doing that. Uh, some sort of bookkeeping records. Having a, a tax professional that you work with, again, it doesn't have to be a CPA. Uh, finding somebody that knows your local area. Those are some of the tips there. Um, all right, we're going we're gonna to try one last time, Nate, and see if we can do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Todd says, uh, I've seen him moving for just a second. Then the government hears him talking about them and shuts them down. <laughs> All right, we're, Nate, let's try it one more time. And if not, we'll, we'll close it up and, and, uh, I need to get Nate back for some other topics anyways. So, uh, we'll, we'll uh, let's, let's try it. All right. Are we there? Ah, okay. Bummer. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just moving slow. So I don't know if, uh, some, wonder if I can make any changes. No, I can't change it on this side. All right, we're moving a little bit. I'll, I'll keep talking <laughs> and see if we can we can do it. Uh, let's see here. So Mayra says, uh, do you recommend to give access to CPAs to review the books twice a year? Um, I, I I certainly do. Nate, if you're there and can hear me and, and can respond, feel free to, to chime in um, at least once a year. Uh, twice a year though, maybe just to kind of see if you're on track, especially when you're early on in the process and you don't have a whole lot of data and things aren't always as steady. Um, so check that out. Uh, Nate, what are your thoughts there? If, if you're, you're hearing me. I, I do once a year. Nice. Oh, okay. He, he does once a year. We got that. <laughs> All right. Well, we gave it a, a good try and um, apologize for uh, for that there, Nate. I'm not sure what's what's happening with if it's my software or, or, or your Internet there might not be happy this morning. You said you had some storms rolling through, so check it out. Um, and uh, let's see here. Maybe. All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I do okay. have you now. So let's try so again. We'll, we'll try. So what I do right now is once a year. That's just because I feel comfortable with that and for the size of my company. Um, but I will probably. All right. Well, we we lost him. Uh apologize for for that um let me uh, i'm gonna just move him out of here again we'll, we'll get him back another time and we can finish any thoughts that he has here um and and go from there and uh we'll see see what happens uh blah, blah, blah. 
All right. So I think we got that. Uh, Cheryl says, I hope to invite everyone to the Sublimation Summit September 9th to the 11th. If they're interested, we're happy to give a OSG discount code. Uh, Cheryl, we would love that. So if you could uh, let us know, we'll, we'll get that out there. But uh, if people want to check that out, sublimationsummit.com slash registration dash one. Um, so check that out. Uh, I, I, I don't know how many seminars I'm teaching there, at least one. <laughs> hopefully, uh, I'm still on the list. So uh, no, I'm, I'm not, hopefully I'm still on the list. I'm definitely uh, excited to be part of the Sublimation Summit and uh, looking forward to that. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Let's see here. Uh, Cheryl says uh, she does hers quarterly. That's that's great. Uh, again, keep up. Uh, again, the the goal is for taxes to uh, end up come April fifteenth or whenever they happen to do it. This year was obviously different. Um, come April fifteenth to uh, be paying zero to not be getting anything back. Or you know, obviously there, there's there's going to be some, but uh, um, <laughs> it says absolute lockdown. I must be blacklisted. I don't think you said anything negative. I thought you were really positive. So I don't know. The the, the NSA is checking us out for some reason. Um, and, and Cheryl says, yes, we are excited to have you. Yes, I'm excited to be there too. I just was teasing there for sure. Um, so again, sublimationsummit.com, check that out. And uh, Barb says, yes, excited too. So can't wait to uh, to have that happen September 9th through the 11th. Uh, that will be going down in virtual form. So uh, Cheryl's been working hard to get that all converted over. Can't wait to get back to uh, the live version in 2021 as well. So I'm looking forward to that already too. So checking that out. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up. If you guys have any questions or comments or anything that comes up specifically, uh, again, uh, Nate or I are not uh, accountants or CPAs or anything of that note, but we are happy to share what we do and what we, we know. And, uh, and then we'll, again, direct you to your tax professional if, if it gets beyond that. But uh, if you'd like to reach out directly to me, you can do so right up here at Aaron at MontcoConsulting.com. Or you can always send an email to uh, our success group, which is success at our success group.com. Uh, speaking of our success group, uh, we are pretty excited about what's coming up here on the docket. So if you are not a member of our success group yet, uh, now is the time to do so. Uh, the prices are as low as they're ever going to get. And once you have your price locked in, that will be your price for as long as you are a member. And uh, so if you want to check out that, uh, just go over to oursuccessgroup.com slash memberships and you can check that out. But the reason why I'm so excited about what's coming up here is this upcoming Wednesday, we have Jay Bissell joining us as a guest instructor, and he's going to be talking about branding beyond the logo and give us some very good specifics and, and, a, and, a, and a real guide into how to make sure our branding is, is where it needs to be. Because we're coming up on what I think is going to be one of the most potentially lucrative, but also potentially um, difficult, not difficult in a bad way, but what, we, what has worked in the past might not work this year when, when it comes to the fourth quarter this year. I think we're going to be really uh, have to have our stuff together, so to speak. And, and part of that is making sure your brand is, is right. And, and the message that your brand is sharing is, is right. And that it comes through in everything that you do on social media or you know wherever it is that you're selling. So um, that's happening this Wednesday. 
And that's a perfect setup that then takes us into our final five keys segment of the year for the members. And that's going to be about marketing. And we're going to talk about YouTube. We're going to talk about Google AdWords. We're going to talk about Instagram and email and Facebook. And within those five categories, we're also going to give you a 12-week plan uh, of what some ideas, some thoughts uh, of what you can do in all five of those segments for 12 weeks, which is perfect because starting as soon as that five keys is over at the end of September, there are 12 weeks from the 1st of October in through the the holiday season, the, the Christmas week there. So um, it is a uh, going to be a, a great a bit of information, a lot of tools, a lot of inf- a lot of sharing of ideas, and and the OSG community is a is a great place to grow your business. All right, so uh, got some great stuff here. A couple more comments before I get out of here. Um, let's see here. Nate says I have the CPA review once a year currently for my comfort level and size of business as it grows. We'll extend that, especially as complexities of expenses and taxes go. So uh, there's there's a good answer to your question, Mayra, hopefully. And uh, Tony, good morning. Thanks for checking in. All right, cool. Uh, code is OSG25 for $25 off for OSG, uh, folks. So if you can uh, put that code in, OSG25. And if you'll do that back at sublimationsummit.com slash registration. So uh, there's that. And Nate says, anyone can contact me directly by emailing create at liberdesign.com. That's L-E-B-E-R design.com and see all the fun, our business on Instagram or Facebook at Lieber Design and print. So uh, make sure you check in out Nate and uh, connect with him on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, he is a, a fantastic guy. Um, I love the fact that he's just willing to share. You know, I actually had a conversation with him not too long ago about so, so what's, what's in this for you? And, and, um, you know, not, not in a negative way, but just, yeah, I'm always curious about that from folks. And, and Nate is just one of those guys that what's in it for him is, is his love of sharing his love of helping his love of seeing other people succeed. So he and I are very kindred spirits in that regard. And, uh, so I love talking to him. So thank you so much, Nate, for, uh, being on with me this morning and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to do it again soon and uh hopefully the internet will be treating us a little bit better then all right all right guys i think that's about it uh for me this morning let me get one more thing clicked uh, so if you want to go over to oursuccessgroup.com and check that out and then one last thing to put up here before i get out of here um this is my favorite program that we do it's oursuccessgroup.com forward slash st which stands for success tracker uh just get over there and check it out uh it's something that you want to be a part of if you're an OSG member it's only a dollar if you're not an OSG member it's only $20 and it will help you achieve your goals um and you can read all about it over there at oursuccessgroup.com/st all right hi i'm kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business saturdays podcast do you want to subscribe to the small business saturdays podcast Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I think that's it. Uh, Have a great day. Barb, you as well. Have a great day. Thank you for being here. And um, I I will get that that QuickBooks uh, level that you need for inventory. Um, like I said, I had to upgrade mine to, to get there. So I'll, I'll go find what that w- is called specifically and, and share that. And uh, again, if you guys have any questions or 
comments or, or anything you'd like to talk about in future shows, just let me know. Uh, success at rsuccessgroup.com or hit me up here, comment, smoke signal, whatever you want. <laughs> I'll get back to you. And um, yeah, have a great rest of your Saturday. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.